So at Christmas time, I think I was sharing with you uh, how when I was a child during the nativity scene, the part I played was that of one of the magi, one of the wise men. And I was reminded again of this kind of, you know, as I said, the peak of my acting career. Uh, when I was reading through the gospel for today, I remember very clearly we acted out the nativity play in Dauntonville Hall. I'm not sure what was happening, but some of you will remember the old church hall down the street. It's still there, named after one of the early bishops of uh, the Archdiocese of Vancouver. So we acted it out there. And I had the opportunity just this one time to kind of act out the scene of the Magi, to kind of play the role of the Magi. When we look closely, however, of the story of the wise men, we see that this story of the Magi is not just a story we tell at Christmas time. Rather, the story of the Magi is sort of like a paradigm for every life of every disciple of Jesus. When we get down to it, the story of the Magi is our own story. And when we see their story, we see certain steps, certain phases, certain stages of their journey that sort of mirror our own life as we follow Jesus. So let's go through and kind of pay attention to the different parts of the story of the Magi and see how we can see our own story in theirs. So like any story, we should start at the beginning. And the story of the Magi, of course, begins with the star. They're led to Christ from a far off land by a star. And in Matthew's gospel, Matthew wants us to realize how out of the ordinary this is for a few reasons, of course. It's not often that you see a star leading you somewhere. But on the other hand, it was out of the ordinary because of who the Magi were. The Magi, we are told, are from a far-off land, and they are certainly not members of the people of Israel. They're not members of God's covenant community. So we see in this Feast of the Epiphany how God now is extending his blessing to all people without distinction, God is drawing to himself in the person of Jesus people from all backgrounds, people of all religions, people of all places and all times. God is inviting them to come to Jesus, experience his life and experience his blessings. And in doing this, really, the story of the Magi fulfills that prophecy that we heard from the prophet Isaiah. The prophet Isaiah, this section of the book that we heard today, is written towards the end of the Babylonian exile. And at the end of the prophet Isaiah, we hear an oracle that foretells when all people from all backgrounds will come to worship God. God will now bless all people, not simply the people of Israel. So we see in the Magi then how God is drawing all people to himself, attracting them to his son, but through this star. The same goes for us in our life. We're all drawn to Jesus by the means of something else. God doesn't kind of call us on the telephone and kind of say, come and follow Jesus. Rather, God, like he did for the Magi, puts certain stars in our life that draw us or attract us to Christ. So we celebrate the epiphany. You want, might want to ask yourself, who are these stars in my own life? Who are the people? What are the experiences that drew me closer to Jesus, whose lives attracted me to become a Christian. And when I look at my own life, I recognize various people, family members, teachers, friends, my peers when I was in university. Different people, by their example, really draw me to Jesus Christ. 
They were the stars in my own life. So maybe take a moment now, even as I'm talking here, just to consider one or two of these stars in your life and give thanks. This is the beginning of the story of the Magi and our own. We're drawn to Christ somehow by the intermediation of some people and some experiences. God puts into our life all these different stars for which we're grateful. We see then this second phase of the Magi's journey. They've been attracted to come and follow Jesus, but along the way they take a detour. They don't make it directly to visit Christ where he really is in Bethlehem, but rather they go to a place where they think Jesus might be logically, and this is Jerusalem. They take a detour away from Jesus and have this time with King Herod, who is a brutal figure who will eventually slaughter these innocent children in Bethlehem. We see in the story of the Magi and in our own lives as well, that sometimes as we're following Jesus, we too can take detours. This can happen even when we're not really expecting it. Life perhaps can become busy. We can suffer some real serious setbacks in our life that can cause us to doubt our faith. For various reasons, as we follow Christ, we might get on the wrong path as the Magi did. We might search for God in places where God is not. We too, unlike the Magi, can take a detour. This happens, of course, in the lives of saints as well. Last week, I was sharing a little bit of the examine prayer from St. Ignatius of Loyola, and I'd like to, in this homily as well, just discuss a little bit about his life, because I think it fits very well this paradigm of the Magi. St. Ignatius, again, was born around 14, well, he was born in 1491, exactly. Um, But anyway, St. Ignatius was raised, of course, a Catholic, but he took a detour early on in his life. He lived kind of a really reckless youth. He was a soldier. Uh, In one incident, actually, he got into a fight with a rival. If I remember correctly, it was over a woman, and he got arrested and put in prison. So he took a major detour in his life when he was following Jesus Christ. Eventually, he found his own way. But this happens with all of us at times. Sometimes it's intentional. Sometimes life just gets too busy for us. Sometimes we suffer some real hardships that cause us to doubt our faith. But we, like the Magi, ultimately can take detours at a certain point. But we learn from their story that what is most important is that ultimately we will come back to Jesus. We will continue to follow those stars and encounter Christ. And what is so important is that when we encounter Jesus, we, like the Magi, lay our gifts at the feet of Christ. We see when the Magi finally encounter Jesus, they recognize his goodness, even if it's just a glimpse of it, his holiness, the blessings and the life that he gives. And when they experience Jesus, they give him their gifts. We too are called to do this in our life. Christ calls us to give, lay our gifts, our talents, our time, our very selves at his feet so that he can use us in his mission to love God and to love our neighbor. This too ultimately happened with St. Ignatius. After this detour where he was kind of a soldier, he was in a battle and he broke his leg and he was kind of walled up in some castle somewhere recovering. And as he was recovering, he was hoping that the people in the castle could bring him some of his favorite books, which were like books about chivalry and knights and things like that, but none were to be found. And the only books they could find were two, one about the life of Christ and the other about the lives of the saints. 
And when St. Ignatius began to read about the life of Christ in particular, something really moved deep within him. He became attracted to the person of Jesus, desired to follow him, and slowly but surely his life changed entirely. He laid really his entire life and all his gifts at the feet of Jesus. Years later, St. Ignatius would compose a prayer called the Sushipe, which is Latin, I think, for receive or something like that. I'm not too sure. But it really expresses the sentiments of his heart at this time of wanting to give Jesus everything. And it really expresses what the Magi are doing. So let me read this prayer. Take, Lord, and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will. All I have and call my own. You have given all to me. To you, Lord, I return it. Everything is yours. Do with it what you will. Give me only your love and your grace. That is enough for me. So the Magi then, like St. Ignatius, when they meet Jesus, experience Jesus, they lay their gifts at the feet of Christ. And ultimately then we come to the final stage in the journey of the Magi. And this is important, that the Magi, we are told, after they encounter Christ, after they give Christ their gifts, depart home by a different road. Every experience with Jesus should change us in some way, uh, invite us to take different paths that are sometimes unexpected, that are sometimes unpredictable. We see this as well in the life of St. Ignatius. After he was kind of having this conversion to follow Jesus, after his leg healed, he decided to no longer be a soldier, but eventually to live a life of prayer. He began to serve the poor in Rome and elsewhere, and he started a religious community known as the Jesuits, of which uh, Pope Francis is a member. We too, like the Magi, are called then when we encounter Christ to take a different route home. So there was that one time years ago where I got to play the part of one of the wise men, one of the Magi. But really, we're all called to live their life. Their story really is the story of each and every Christian. And their story, when we reflect upon it, helps us to consider our own story, where we've come from, the stars that have led us to Christ, perhaps the detours we've taken. But most of all, their story inspires us to continue being focused on the person of Jesus and using our gifts at the service of others. So let us consider then the stars in our life that lead us to Christ, and maybe in this Mass, just to give thanks to God for one or two of these people or experiences who have led us to Christ, just as the star led the wise men to encounter Jesus.